Greetings, and thanks for listening to another installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter. Today is July 31st, 2020. This is a quick look and listen to what's happening and what's happened. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, the creator of the Charlottesville Podcasting Network. Today's episode is supported by the Kindness Cafe, open for curbside pickup Wednesday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Brooks Family YMCA in McIntyre Park. Visit the Kindness Cafe website to place your order. The school boards in Albemarle and Charlottesville have both voted to proceed with virtual instruction for the first nine weeks of the school year, though some Albemarle students will attend in person if they have either special needs, are learning English, or do not have access to the internet at home. This is known as Stage 2 of the county's reopening plan and was recommended in part out of a concern that there is not enough testing capacity in the community. Rosalind Schmidt is the Chief Operating Officer for Albemarle County Public Schools. This um, is of concern. Access to testing remains limited, and those that are tested are seeing much longer delays in, uh, in the results. And so we know a key strategy of keeping our students and uh, staff safe will be to identify cases quickly, isolate and quarantine quickly, and our current testing situation will not allow that. Two-thirds of staff who responded to a survey said they did not feel comfortable returning to school. However, two-thirds of parents and guardians surveyed said they wanted schools to open. Superintendent Matt Haas recommended Stage 2 at this time, and any returning staff and teachers would be volunteers. After being presented with options, school board member Katrina Carlson made the motion to move forward with Stage 2. I move that the Albemarle County Public Schools Institute Stage 2 to begin the 2020-2021 school year, encompassing the first nine-week marking period, and further, that four and a half weeks prior to the end of the marking period, the superintendent shall make a recommendation to the school board to either continue Stage 2 or initiate the educational program of another stage for the following marking period. School board member Ellen Osborne said she could not support Stage 2. I just don't feel like I can put our most uh, vulnerable students into the middle of a grand experiment and then have them take that home to their communities, which are already being disproportionately affected. I feel like we have um, a responsibility to the community to slow the community spread. The motion passed four to three with school board member Dave Oberg changing his vote from initially voting against it. In Charlottesville, the school board voted unanimously to proceed with an online option as well. They did so after a long public comment period last night. Both communities will begin online learning on September 8th. There are another 984 new cases of COVID-19 in Virginia today for a cumulative total of 89,988. The death toll rose by another 33 fatalities today for a total of 2,174 since early March. The seven-day positive testing rate remains at 7.2% for a second day. The numbers for the Thomas Jefferson Health District were not available at recording time. The organization that encourages and promotes the humanities in the Commonwealth will move its headquarters to the redeveloped Dairy Central Building at the corner of Preston Avenue and 10th Street in Charlottesville. Virginia Humanities is moving to the location in part because it is more centrally located and will allow more space for public discussions. Dairy Central is a redevelopment of the old Monticello building, itself a protected historic building whose facade was required by the city to remain intact. 
The property in the 10th and Page neighborhood is being redeveloped by Stony Point Design Build. During the review process, some in the neighborhood noted the potential for gentrification. In a statement, Virginia Humanities Executive Director Matthew Gibson said that the organization wants to be an asset to the community and be good and collaborative neighbors. The $1.7 million move will take place early next year and has been delayed due to COVID-19. When students return to grounds for classes at the University of Virginia next month, they will be asked to use public transit only when necessary. Due to COVID-19 restrictions, buses on the university transit system are restricted to no more than 20 passengers who must also use the rear doors. On August 3rd, routes will also change and buses will not run down McCormick Road, the main roadway through central grounds. There will also be changes to parking, with some annual spaces being converted into hourly, weekly, or monthly spaces. Employees are also being encouraged to telework if they can. That strategy was already being implemented as part of a transportation demand management plan adopted in 2019. The Board of Trustees for the Jefferson-Madison Regional Library will hold a special session today to conclude their discussion about when they can move to a new tier in their COVID-19 response. Currently, some libraries are open for curbside pickup under Tier 4, but the board will continue a conversation today about moving to Tier 3, which would allow people to come into the library under appointment. The meeting begins at 3 p.m. And that's the conclusion of a third week of the Community Engagement Newscast. I'm Sean Tubbs, your host. If you've been listening to these, I really appreciate it. Please feel free to send this on to somebody and let us know what you think. If you're interested in supporting the project, please check out the Patreon account. It's linked in the newsletter today. I'm Sean Tubbs, and thanks for listening. <laughs>